Cool, well, really excited to have you guys uh, back live from the nest. Really excited to have Mike Bonuelos, our VP of strategy. Mike, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Yeah, exciting times. Obviously, with the holidays kind of around the corner, they feel like they're around the corner at Hawk. Uh, when you don't have to start buying presents yet, which yeah. is good. Um, but <laughs> we're preparing over here, so really excited to have you. If you wouldn't mind, just kind of catch catch everybody up to what you've been doing at Hawk. I know you've been here for a long time. Walk us through what you do here and how long you've been here. Yeah, yeah. So I joined the squad in 2017. Yep. I was employee number 36. We're obviously now 150 people. <laughs> um, so I started on the strategy team when there were six people, um, ended up taking over that team within a year. Um, and then within you know, the last two and a half years balance, scaled the team to 14 people, um, put in a lot of processy, um, put some hierarchy into the channel, and really just tried to make good on <clears throat> your outsourced CMO. Yeah. And now that's what strategy is, you know, to Hawk in general. Um, and we really try to make good on that process or that that promise for for folks. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've seen that really come into fruition in the time I've been here. Um, I think you know a lot of people as they see Hawk Media and they see your outsourced CMO. A lot of the times, director of marketing, head of marketing, CMOs can get a little uneasy. I think that we've done a really great job as a company being that second set of eyes. So if you wouldn't mind, add, add a little bit of color and context to how the outsourced CMO or how your team can add valuable insider support to those head of marketing, directors of marketing, or that leadership marketing of an internal team. Sure, yeah. And I mean, one thing to understand is that as an agency, the throughput that we have and the, the amount of brands that we see and the problems that we have to solve are way more than an in-house team. So we can we can append to any in-house team and, and pass those learnings along. I mean, we work with at any given time or any given month about 130 brands yeah. with disparate industries or verticals, different e-commerce problems, you know, attribution issues. Um, and those are all learnings that we understand and learn on a daily basis. Yep. And so, um, you know, a director of marketing that may be a little insular or have an internal team that doesn't have access to best practices, um, it's, it's an amazing value add to be able to say, hey, you know, outsource CMO from Hawk, here's the problem that we're having. You know, what have you guys done? What have you seen in this industry? And apply those learnings. Yeah, it's been it's been really helpful, and I love you know clients that come in. Obviously, we're easy to work with in the way that you can pick and choose what you need. But I think it's really awesome when brands come in and they don't necessarily think they need a strategist. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come in and they're just like, hey, let's do it anyways. And you know they'll come back. I'll get those emails two, three, four, five, six months later, and they'll just be super thankful that they did because yeah. there's a lot of insight that your team is able to provide. So as we prepare for the holidays, you know there's. From our emails, we see so many things happening, right? From preparation to planning and prepping. Talk to me about the opportunity that brands are seeing or have as the holidays approach. And that holiday season, you know, whether it be Black Friday or New Year's or beyond, talk to me about you know the opportunity that brands have as the holidays approach. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a huge opportunity. Um, I think last year, holiday spending was like, seven hundred billion dollars yeah um, so consumers are primed to buy and the reason it's such a big opportunity is you have to do it in the right way in the right sequence to actually take hold of that opportunity yep. and what I mean by that is um, during that time it's it's very very crowded space um, consumers have and ad blindness um, cost per cost per impression goes way up, cost per click goes way up. So what you really need to do is get in the game early. 
Yep. Um, you need to have brand awareness early. You need to create retargeting pools early. You need to create email lists early. So the name of the game for holiday is getting started as early as possible. Yep. Um, some of the biggest brands in the world start as early as Q2, yep. and most brands start in Q3. Um, so it's really thinking about it in um, you know, a pretty methodical and strategic way to understand you know, who you wanna go after, um, what days you're actually going to be participating in. So whether it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, if Christmas is a big holiday for your brand, yep. um, New Year's, so a lot of New Year, New You type of stuff, yep. um, or even like smaller holidays leading up to Black Friday yep. is something that a lot of smaller direct-to-consumer brands utilize uh, because they don't want to compete with the bigger players in the game. Yeah, absolutely, and we see that all the time, right? <clears throat> I'm a pretty avid Instagram and Facebook buyer. <laughs> yeah. I like to buy a lot of products yeah, through yeah. advertising, and I noticed that you know some of the brands that do it really effectively is they'll run you know a pre-sale campaign yep. a month ahead of Black Friday to really drive up brand awareness, fill up that funnel, and things like email and retargeting pools, like you mentioned. Talk to me about some of the best practices. Like, I'd love to have you kind of dig in on what those things are. You know, you mentioned a little bit of email, you mentioned a little bit of Facebook advertising, but just dig in on some things that, you know, some brands can do to help prepare themselves for the holidays. Sure, yeah, and it really depends on the vertical in the industry, yeah. what your product is, what the life cycle is, um, but really the name of the game is, <clears throat> when Black Friday, Cyber Monday come along, you don't want to be introducing your brand to people. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be, um, saying like, hey, like here's this new product, you should buy it. Yeah. It, it, this needs to be like the fourth or fifth handshake. Yeah. Um, I think the, the most recent statistic is the e-commerce funnel takes about 25 touch points for conversion. Yep. That's a lot, Yeah. right? So you need to start early. So that's, yep. that's the biggest name of the game. Um, if anybody un takes anything away from this episode or this conversation, it's starting early in preparedness. Yep. Um, so what that really means is shifting your budget. So a lot of times what we recommend is um, even though it's scary and even though it's something that like seems somewhat counterintuitive, spending a ton for acquisition in August, September, even October to fill that top of funnel because yep. the ability to get in front of customers and create some brand awareness uh, ahead of time um, is key. Yep. And you can do that in many different ways. So oftentimes um, just doing <clears throat> general acquisition campaigns, um, oftentimes lead capture campaigns work really well. Um, getting an email address from somebody is great because then doing holiday tiered email campaigns is something that works quite well. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but then really just making sure that we're capturing that traffic ahead of time and then having a cogent plan through the holidays um, for what you're gonna offer, when you're gonna offer it, and making sure that those touch points are personalized. Yep. Um, like I said, there's so much noise during the holidays. Every brand is trying to compete for eyeballs. Um, so the more personalized the content, the more personalized the ad, uh, learning from previous touch points is how you can really start to build that relationship with people so that when they're actually ready to purchase, you know, early November, December, they remember your brand, yep. they understand the touch points, and they want to they want to make good on whatever promotion you're running. Yeah, and so you drive that desire early on, right? You want that desire That's to already be there by the time the buying behavior gets here during the holidays, and that's a big opportunity. <clears throat> as far as tactics go, you know, we mentioned a few right now. I'm curious to hear, you know, what are your favorite, whether it's holidays or not, what are some of your favorite marketing tactics that have really developed since you've been here? I know, you know, we talk about a lot of different opportunities, and we had a great episode with Daniel recently, but just talk to me about some of your favorite tactics that you like in marketing right now. Yeah, one, one cool thing that we did for a boutique sunglasses firm 
Um, so they're, they're a premium brand, right? Um, and it comes with a premium price. Uh, they don't ever do sales. And so to create kind of this, this false scarcity for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what we did is we gated the whole site. We shut down the whole site. And you had to enter your email address to get access to the sale. And so what that did is, one, create the scarcity. People are like, oh, wow, this is, I have to get in there. Yeah. You know, they never do sales. And then two, they captured all these email addresses that they could use later on yeah. to increase lifetime value. Wow. Um, so it was, a, it was a pretty cool experiment. Like, yeah. At first, they were like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to shut down this site and make it so that people have to enter an email address to enter. Yeah. But it ended up paying dividends, um, and we blew kind of their expectations out of the water in terms nice. of sales. Wow, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. What about, uh, what about in terms of just overall brand growth tactics, like things you're seeing? Obviously, you, you, know, you see brands of all different shapes and sizes, all different industries, all different sure. types of goals. What do you see working as far as tactics right now? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing to understand for holidays is consumer behavior um, is very, very different, right? So people will start to look, they'll window shop, um, but they really won't purchase until um, right around, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or even Christmas. So really getting in front of people with gift guides, understanding um, what the products are, how they can either gift themselves or gift a family member. One of the biggest things that's happened in the last few years I think it's like 78% of consumers say that they'll gift themselves. So trying to like <laughs> do campaigns where it's like treat yourself, you yeah, know, stuff, yeah. stuff like that that oh, like yeah. you wouldn't necessarily think of. But gift guides are huge so that people can understand like what they should give, when they should give it, yeah. um, those type of things. <clears throat> Other brand building techniques that I think um, tend to really work, like I said, was personalization. Yep. Um, people expect a personalized experience these days yeah and so like every touch point should be in reference to the last touch point yeah and then another huge thing a huge thing that happened last year that's the most in any year that I at least I've been at Hawk and especially since I've been doing digital is almost 50% of all purchases were made on a mobile phone Wow so if your mobile if your mobile site is not optimized if it's not optimized for conversion if it's not easy to buy you're gonna lose out on a ton, a ton of customers. Wow. So that's just one thing that's like gonna be very, very key this year yeah. is to make sure that your site is mobile optimized. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you mentioned some of the campaigns, but I love thinking about it, right? Like as you get into Thanksgiving, like you can run those Thanksgiving <clears throat> campaigns or you can run those Black Friday campaigns or you can run those Cyber Monday campaigns. Yep. And that's different across your brand. And I think that a lot of those purchases that happen during that window are probably for yourself right because thanksgiving isn't a huge giving holiday whereas christmas you've got all of those holidays that come in that period where there's a lot of gift giving happening sure and then as you get into the new years you've got the or the new year you've got the new year new me campaigns you've yep. got the hey i want to start fresh you've got all the health and wellness brands kind of coming around the corner absolutely talk to me about some of your favorite campaigns that we've run at hawk throughout whether it be any part of those holidays yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, we worked with a sous vide company, um, which is something that typically hasn't really launched in America. And yeah. Basically, it's putting um, poultry or some type of meat or even veggies into um, a water bath to cook the material, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it, it was a cool client. It's something that we haven't really worked with before. Um, but we did a whole campaign about cooking for yourself in the new year and starting fresh and eating fresh and, you know, eating clean. Yep. Um, and it was a, it was a great campaign because, 
Um, I mean, everybody is, you know, New Year's resolution, New Year, New You, what can I do? Um, and we actually skipped the holidays completely. So what we did is we waited after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then took advantage of when CPMs and CPs, CPCs went down a little bit at the end of December and filled the top of funnel then. So yep. that's a perfect example of taking a look at your brand, what makes sense for the consumers that you're going after, and then really trying to optimize based on um, the product market fit and when people will actually utilize your brand, product, or service. Perfect. Yeah, I think that that's really helpful. And just to just to kind of recap with people, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of do a short summary of what you think people from now until the end of the year should really be doing in a timeline basis to make the most out of the holidays. Absolutely. So I mean, the biggest thing is understanding budgets, right? So you need to understand what you have from now until the end of the year and think about <clears throat> what your goals are, um, the sales and revenue density that you want to hit, and then build backwards based on historical data. I mean, okay. if, if you have historical data as a company, use it. Yep. I mean, that, that's the whole reason <clears throat> digital works so well is you can utilize yeah. the data that you've, that you've garnered in the past to predict future outcomes, right? And so take a look at what happened last year during holiday, see where you had the most traction, understand <clears throat> what channels work the best, um, and then create a plan. I mean, the biggest thing for holiday is to plan ahead. So yeah. you should be doing it now. You really need to think about the channels that you can get the cheapest acquisition, um, getting people to site, making sure that <clears throat> all the pixel events on your site are, are working, um, that you're building relevant retargeting pools, um, that you're building, building relevant remarketing pools, um, just making sure that whatever mouse traps you have on your site yep. are working and that they're optimized. Yep. Um, once you start building those up, then you can start to tease out whatever it is you're gonna be doing over the holidays. Yep. Or if you wanna have a tiered strategy, um, <clears throat> you know, doing it to where like, maybe it's some type of holiday or Halloween promotion, yeah. and then it's a, it's a pre-Black Friday promotion, then Black Friday, then Small Business Saturday, then Cyber Monday. Um, but really understanding for each of those different holidays what the promotion is, what the outreach is, what target you're gonna go after, um, and making sure that the touch points are meaningful. Uh, I think email during the holidays, uh, volume of email rises by like 35%. I bet, yeah. Um, and so people get ad blindness. So just making sure that each of those touch points are very, very specific, uh, they're useful, and they're tiered, right? So <clears throat> you wanna make sure that people understand what they can get, when they can get it, and then create some scarcity. So in general, it's, it's hard to say like, here's exactly what you should be doing because yeah. every vertical and industry is a little bit different. Yep. Um, but planning ahead, yeah. and understanding who your target is and how you can actually convert that target over the course of the next three to five months is the best way to think about it. Yeah, and I think the one of the great takeaways from this for me is just you know creating that desire up front because if you try to compete with everybody during those holidays is gonna be really difficult. So you want people to know about your brand, like your brand, if possible, subscribe to your brand, right? Be on your email list, yeah. follow you on social. That way, when the, do, when the holidays do hit, you're able to retarget them, hit them with an email, and most likely convert them there, as opposed to saving all of your advertising for that weekend. Absolutely. Right? So build up the audiences, build up that desire, and then try to convert with some great promotions. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you get started in November, yeah. You're losing. Yeah, it's and there's there's no way. Yeah, because it <clears throat> the cost skyrocketed. I think the the cost per click on Facebook 
increased like 120 percent yeah in november december yeah right so like for a small business that's almost untouchable yeah to, to try to reach the amount of people to garner the sales that you want to do so as you were saying you have to you have to get in front of people early um you have to create that relationship that link um and then go after them because you know people will window shop yeah it's, it's scary it's scary you have to like trust the process a little bit yeah august september no purchases yep. or very little purchases even november but then once you actually get the plan in action and get back in front of those people with the retargeting pool with tiered emails um you know whatever it is then you can really start to see some of the fruition of <clears throat> what you've done in the past three months so be patient. Yeah, because you want to pay that cost per click, that CPM now. Absolutely. Because you're going to give them some sort of promotion, right? If you're going to convert during the holidays, there's going to be some sort of promotion, whether it's 10%, 20%, buy one, get one free, free shipping. There's a million of them that we know of. Right. So if you're going to be paying twice for the click and you're getting less money, you're going to be shooting yourself. You know, yeah, that's, that's why that's why wish lists are so important, right? Yeah. Or gift guides, because <clears throat> if you give people the the ability to like bookmark things or create a wish list, then they remember, yeah. right? And then I've also seen something that that's that's pretty interesting is like an empty your cart campaign. So it's like an email campaign, so that when people come to site, put things in cart, it's kind of like abandoned cart, but for email, it's like or I mean for for holidays, it's like no no empty your cart. Yeah. You know, there's a holidays and promotions like this is the time like empty your cart campaign so it's just another interesting way to yeah. like get people to think about it in a very different way well awesome man I appreciate you coming in really excited to have you for the holidays it's going to be a crazy time around here through the end of the year as it's it always fun. is yeah it's going to be fun well thank you so much for coming it's been a lot of fun and uh, we'll talk to you soon awesome thanks man appreciate it man